Hello. Pano. What's the word? Hey, Vince here. What's going on? What's poppin', man? Just back from New Orleans. Yeah, hi. Good time? Oh, great time. I guess, first of all, we should say this is Bartender Journey, episode number 26. And I guess we'll call this our half a year anniversary. So congratulations to us. Cheers. That's it, man. Salute. Yeah, it was a great time, man. It was a great time. I don't know if you saw my tweet. when I, I was on the on the uh, tarmac waiting to leave New Orleans, and I was like, Tales of the Cocktail is part of my life now. I'll definitely be back next year. It was it was a blast, man. I met a lot of great people and um, just met, oh, man, it was unbelievable. There was a l- See, I was reading the tweets from other people, man. It's like everyone, like, it was like, everyone bonded and like the tweets were cryptic like only like you would understand if you were there like you know like, <laughs> Sam Kenton Bar you know Tales of the Cocktail you know yeah yeah I guess that's true I, it was just a party the whole time man and it was uh I, there's all these different events, you know, and I was online to get into one event. It was a long line, and this guy who works for Absolute comes up and says, hey, we're having a party down the street if you want to come, and we're launching our new high-end um, vodka. It's like, a, you know, to compete with the little craft-made things now, Absolute has a very high-end product, and uh, it's called Elixir, and um, I hope I'm saying that right. I think I am. And um, it was uh, it was an amazing venue uh it was in this old shop it wasn't even a bar or restaurant but they said you know obviously they set up a bar there and it was this old shop that made gas lanterns believe it or not and uh i guess they still use those in new orleans and it was the it was just the coolest venue it had this outdoor patio and then they made the most amazing bloody mary i've ever had in my entire life it didn't it, it was it wasn't thick like a bloody mary it was um it was, it was, they made it with a juicer, I guess. They used beet juice and all this. It was, oh, man, it was amazing. So, you know, I'm talking to the bartender and he goes, um, do you know about the private tasting upstairs? I'm like, no, I didn't even know about this party, you know, 20 minutes ago. And uh, he's like, well, if you go talk to that guy over there, they're having a private tasting upstairs. It's only like 15 people allowed. So I went over, I said, well, what's, what's this, what's the deal with this private tasting? And uh, next thing you know, I'm upstairs in this at this gorgeous old oak antique table and there's like 10 glasses in front of you and uh the head distiller of absolute was there giving a talk about how it's made and um i don't know i find that stuff interesting i know you're you're not as interested in, the, in that kind of stuff how how this is made or that is made or what's the process but uh i find it fascinating you know and- no, I'm, uh, I'm i'm changing my ways with that i mean and that's uh, part of the show you know like the, just more of the i guess the more of the chef Know your ingredients aspect, you know? Yeah, right. Know your ingredients. That's that's a good way to put it. So, yeah, that was really fun. And then, uh, you know, I just started talking to people, and they're like, oh, do you know about this party or that party? I'm like, no, I didn't know about that part. There's so many parties going on. And he says, oh, it's just like three blocks away. Um, I'm headed over there. Why don't you come with me? It's a Don Julio party, tequila, you know? And it's it, this one's just like a street party. It's in it's on this sort of side street and um, or sort of an alleyway kind of thing. Um, but all outside, and they're ser- you know serving delicious food, and um, it, it's funny when you you start talking to the people that are sampling this stuff. Like they don't know what level of the business you're in, or what your knowledge is, or whatever. So they'll start you out with something not too expensive, and then uh, you start talking to them, and they're like, "Oh, try this," you know, and then try this, and then the next thing you know, we're tra- we're tasting a bottle of tequila that's um, 140 dollars a bottle, I think. He says, "Oh, if you like that one, you're gonna like this one." He takes this bottle out. He, he said it's over four hundred dollars a bottle retail, and uh, he's like, "You got to try this." 
and uh, it, it was amazing. And the, the whole party was amazing. So. Well, hey, listen, I like scary to the point. I mean, did you get fucked up out there, man? <laughs> you, you know, you kind of build up a. Uh, Somehow you build up this tolerance, and uh, although I must say I, I started early. Uh, Absolute also had uh, Bloody Mary starting at eight thirty in the morning <laughs> every day. <laughs> I, so I'd set my alarm eight thirty to ten thirty. So I'd usually set my alarm for like nine forty five, so I could get to a get to that by ten. And uh, and then the, you know there's just like I said parties everywhere you go. And um, but I didn't find myself you know out of control or anything. It, it was it was. It was fun, you know. You just and you're, you're just taking a little taste here and there. I said, just reading the tweets, just from you know, that, that from people that were there. I mean, it, it really seemed like people were making like some lasting friendships there, like you know, really bonding. Yeah, totally. I, I met up with a guy who's uh, he he lives in Manhattan and uh, above this bar, and he's um, he's involved in the point of sale systems for bars and restaurants. You know, he's not directly a bartender or anything. And um, I ended up hanging out with him the whole time. It was it was cool. I definitely made a friend there, and uh, we'll be hanging out again. If uh, definitely a tales of cocktail next year or before in Manhattan for sure. Yeah. What else? I was I was just walking from one party to another. All of a sudden, there's a parade in the street. Uh, you know, New Orleans style parade with the uh, with the bands and these you know pretty girls up front and the the girls with the uh, umbrellas. And then it's it was sponsored by um, Sandman Port, and uh, so they gave everybody like a hat and a, and a cape like you see on the label of the Sandman and um, and some port. <laughs> you just walk it through the street. I don't know if you know this in New Orleans, like like Las Vegas, you can walk through the streets with uh, an open container. Those are about the probably the only two cities in America where you can do that. And uh, so, you know, they, they have a parade float, and on the float they have, uh, you know, they had, they had a cocktail made with the Sandman Port. And <laughs> so you just start walking. All of a sudden I'm in this parade, you know, drinking their port, and then it ends up in front of the main um, hotel where most of the events were. And uh, for the kickoff event, they had, they had, you know, a little speech. And, of course, um, uh, cocktails. There was a contest um, had to be made with a certain ingredient. I can't even remember which one now. <laughs> but they're they're handing those out in the street. You know, it was amazing, dude. That's uh, I mean, it sounds fun. You know, very informative. Contacts. You know, meeting all these people, seeing all these, trying all these expensive liquors and spirit. I mean, my God. Yeah, yeah, and trying a lot of um, you know interesting cocktails a lot of interesting um you know like we talked about in the past you know fresh juices and fresh ingredients it was all very high-end stuff but uh i took one class it was called um how to step out from behind the bar and it was about um you know if, if you're a bartender what other career opportunities are available to you and uh there's of course the brand ambassador kind of gig which uh, I'd love to get into personally <laughs> that's fun you know because you know what you do as a brand ambassador you go to all these kind of events like Tales of the Cocktail and the uh, uh, nightclub and bar show and all that kind of stuff so I, that'd be a perfect job for me and um, but you also I mean it's work too you know you're traveling around to different um, different venues different liquor stores different bars and doing different events and uh, you really have to promote that brand heavily but uh I ran into a couple of guys that do it for uh, Maker's Mark. Jim, Jim Bean owns Maker, Maker's Mark, so they work for Jim Bean. And uh, they just 
travel around all the time and you know and it's a well-paid job so that's something i'm trying to figure out how to get into but for that um i've got a few notes here about what they were saying skills that they're looking for to get into that business of course you have to be a people person well as a bartender we always talk about you have to be a people person so uh that's that's part of it making people comfortable and having a uh, spirit knowledge and uh have an interest in transmitting that knowledge to other people, uh, figuring out trends, future trends, and uh, have an entrepreneurial spirit, which um, they said, as we've said in the podcast too, that as a bartender, you have to have that entrepreneurial spirit because um, it's kind of your business. It's up to you to make money, to make tips, right? So uh, you got to have that. But yeah, you have to know about sales too, which... uh, also was an important in bartending. So uh, it, it was a really interesting meeting. And um, uh, I learned about a couple of resources that I didn't know about before. There's a blog called Art and Spirits. And that's a very uh, well-read or uh, popularly read um, blog about our business. And uh, there's also something called Mindful Bartender. So um, both of both of those guys were there. And they were, uh, they were smart dudes. And... Um, yeah, man, it was uh, it was something. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I can't even think about not going next year. If you want to give that, if you want to call that an endorsement, <laughs> it is. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm my I'm I got Vegas on my radar, you know, for in March, next March. So I'm. Uh, right, right. But uh, no, that's great. I mean, you're definitely uh, definitely uh, co-signing it big time. So. All right. Well, um, yeah, but I got to tell you, ever since I got back, I worked, uh, what, three nights since I got back, and boy, is a bar dead. It's dead. I don't get it, man. It's summer. I don't know. Everybody says summertime. This happens every year, summertime, but man, it was slow the last couple of days. I mean, you know, Monday night, you wouldn't expect too much, but you wouldn't expect to make $13 in tips the whole night either. <laughs> Jeez. It's, you know, in our area, you know, we're talking, you know, you know, Jersey, New York, you know, it's tough. I mean, in my industry, I, you know, I deal with a lot, and in, in a lot of, you know, a lot of my market, everyone is just weak. Everyone's, you know, everyone's busted, man. Not everyone, but a lot of people. Yeah, and it's also a matter of uh, what I'd call market saturation, you know. There's just a lot of choices out there. There's a lot to choose from, and if a place isn't that busy, and if you can tell that from the outside, which you can from my place, uh, you know, based on the parking lot or glancing inside um, in the window... If it doesn't look busy, it's just a spiral effect, you know. The people don't want to go into a place that's not busy. So you it, know what it really is, too. Everyone's listening to Bartender Journey, and they're becoming their own bartender. <laughs> well, that's funny. A lot of I, I talked to a lot. Uh, another bartender, uh, another bar owner, rather, came into the bar uh, a couple of days ago, and he was complaining about how slow it was. And uh, he was saying, I think during the summer, people just hang out in their yards or you know yeah. street parties or whatever. And um, then, you know, you, you can go out and buy a bottle or, or a, you know, six-pack or 12-pack of good beer, and you're going to spend a lot less money, and that seems to be the issue. And he says it seems to be less of an issue when the weather's not nice. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Although, speaking about not nice weather, it's been so hot here. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hot. Yeah, it's hot. It's hot, man. Yeah, you saw, I mean, you de- definitely... So I had a good time, and like I said, what really, really stood out for me was all the tweets from everyone. Like just that was that was there. I mean, they just had a great time, and it was just really like just like I said, it's like everyone, it's like a real family atmosphere. Like it was strong connections were made. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
Yeah, everybody's just so friendly, you know, like, oh, where, what are you doing? Uh, hey, have you ever been in this bar or whatever? You know, yeah, it was it was great. Everybody wants to share the experience. Hey, you know what I was struck a little bit by, though, was, you know, like the nightclub and bar show in Vegas, very, uh, indus- it's all industry, really, you know, it's all, uh, but uh, I talked to a lot, a good amount of people down there that are just like, Oh, we just like to drink, <laughs> or we, you know, we just like the cocktail culture, or we're, you know, we're uh, we're cocktail geeks, or whatever, you know, but we're not in the business. And I was like, oh, really? I thought this was like a, and and it is. It's totally it it is totally a trade show, but you know, there's no barrier for any anybody who wants to go can go. You know, if you're even if you're out there and you're one of our aspiring bartenders uh, who's not not behind a bar yet, this would be a great event for you to go to. I'll tell you, you'd, you'd learn a lot and you'd, you'd, have, you'd definitely have a good time. <laughs> so it's something to think about. There's a rebirth, renaissance in, uh, in bartending, so and making drinks, and we've been talking about it for a while now. But I mean, it's really it's just blowing up, and it's just everybody's got to step their game up. That's right. Yeah. So I shared a. Um, very expensive glass of scotch with uh, Steve Schneider from um, Employees Only, so that was cool. That was cool that I got to meet him, and uh, he's a he's a super nice guy, super nice guy. I know we talked about trying to get him on the show, and uh, he's so busy right now that you know he he can't really commit. But uh, he talked about it. We talked about it while we were drinking, and uh, he, you know, he says one of these days we'll get to it. But um, he's just traveling around so much these days. It's it's tough for him. No, that'd, that'd be great. But I'm sure he is busy. That documentary was uh, outstanding. Outstanding. You know what? I watched it on the plane on the way down there, and I watched it on the plane on the way home. And you know, it's like you almost can't watch it too much because there's a lot of knowledge in there. And, uh, of course, we're talking about the great documentary, Hey Bartender. And you can get that now on iTunes. And I recommend that everybody does that because it's awesome. There's a lot of knowledge about this industry in that movie. You know, just like our shows, there's a lot of knowledge in our past shows. So listen up. Listen to the previous ones if you haven't yet. And uh, do us a favor. Share us with your friends, coworkers, uh, family, fellow bartenders. You know, the the line in Hey Bartender, we talk about it where, you know, to take this to a level of art. I just told one of my bosses, like, we were talking about our job, and he's like, you know, what, what's your, like, what motivates you with your job? And I said, I, I want to take it to a level of art. And I was serious. Mm-hmm. I took that from a bartender. He just looked at me like I was fucking crazy, but he was like, wow, that's passionate. But I was serious. And, you know, and it's just like everything, you know, take it to a level of art, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's, you definitely felt that kind of vibe down at the Tales of the Cocktail. Then, then coming home and um, bartending again, you know, I wasn't feeling that at the, at the bar, you know, <laughs> so much. It's weird, but uh, I don't know. The manager's on vacation this week. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm still working my ass off. Like I said last night, I it was so slow, but I I. <laughs> Dude, last night it was so slow, and I, I was almost all cleaned up because there's almost an hour's worth of work to do. Um, cleaning up the bar you're you're really you're touching on a good point that you really should elaborate on is that like it's not so glamorous all the time where oh i tell you sometimes it's just dead and that's where you got a truck through where you don't see anybody and you're like are you kidding me this is it oh it was so dead this is what it's all about and then you got to just those are the moments where you got to just you just got to deal with it and then you know eventually it 
you know, it, it will pay in, in, in the future. But right. like you said, you went to this, these glorious events. Where yeah. It was like rock star Disneyland <laughs> for drinking. And you, you come back and you're at some local county fair that, that's rained out. <laughs> that's funny. Right? You know what I'm saying? That's it's, so it's, true. It's like, you know, and you're back and you're like, what the fuck? I was, I was drinking $300 scotch and I'm getting yelled at because... They want to know when happy hour is or something. Yeah, man. And then so last night, like I said, uh, and there's a certain time when I, I, you know, it doesn't matter if there's nobody in the bar. There's a certain time I can't lock the door before that. Um, but I can start getting my work done, uh, which I was doing last night. I was getting almost everything. You know, I was almost all done with everything. This weird drunk guy shows up uh, in a taxi, and uh, it's like ten minutes before I, you know. I can lock the door. I should have just told him I was closed, but, ugh. And uh, he claimed to be a disabled veteran, and he couldn't see, and I, uh, he looked sloshed. I didn't know if he had a stroke or something because, you know, it was hard to tell if he had a stroke or he was just completely plastered. And he goes over the, over the jukebox, puts in 20 fucking dollars in the jukebox, you know, and I'm, like, ready to close in, in 10 minutes. And he's like, oh, yeah, hey, I can't see. Can you help me uh, pick, find this song, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, uh, so you're taking a taxi home? Uh, maybe we should um, get you a cab? Uh, oh, yeah, I got one coming, like, uh, in an hour. I was like, dude, I'm leaving. I'm going to be gone in an hour. Um, what what cab are you taking? And so he gives me the uh, car to the, the cab he wants, and I call him up, and they're like, oh, we'll be there in, like, uh, about 40 minutes. And I'm like, oh, my God. So here it is, the, like, deadest night you could imagine. I, I was almost done, and then this one guy comes in, and um, I didn't get out of there for, uh, I didn't get out of there till like, 1.30 on a Monday, on the deadest night of Monday. It was like, and guess what? The top part of this story is, I bet you can guess the, uh, the punchline to this story. I can't even, I'm vigilant, see what? Come on, you can guess. He didn't leave a fucking tip. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> he didn't leave one fucking dollar. He put $20 in the jukebox. He didn't leave me nothing. I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? One you're, being, you know, you're, being, you're being soccer mom, man. <sighs> but you know, honestly, dude, if, if anything, the takeaway is that you're really showing like a responsible bartender. Yeah. Make sure this dude got in a cab where he didn't go in a car, yeah. and that you know what I'm saying. So I mean, if you didn't necessarily get a tip, but you're giving tips to other people that are listening, because that that's that sucks, man. You're dealing with a guy like that, you know, he's on hard times. On top of that, you put music in because he can't see, and he don't even tip you, man. That sucks, dude. Oh man, and then and then I discovered the uh, you know the drain for the um, for the taps, you know the. the the, uh, the the you know the drain for the taps. Just as I'm about to leave, I discover somehow that came out of the um, out of the where it was supposed to drain drain to. So in other words, that beer had been pouring all over the floor all night long. <laughs> I finally got rid of this guy. I'm like, oh my god, I gotta mop this up now. It's a disgusting mess under the bar. <laughs> I didn't even notice until just now. So uh, yeah, he's not like coming back to reality, man. Totally. <laughs> So. You were like, in, you want a different, you want like a, a certain high, and you come back. And like, really? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm going back to New Orleans. I'm going back to New Orleans. I don't on care. A, uh, on a uh, rooftop in New Orleans, thinking you're the shit. Yeah. You're coming back and you're dealing with this guy, uh, Stanley, who needs a ride home. And, 
Oh my oh, god! And then he he almost fell down leaving. I was like, oh my god! I wouldn't have served. I wouldn't have served him if I didn't if I didn't notice that he showed up in a cab. There was no way I would have given him a drink, you know. But you know, the cab left. He com- he comes in, and I'm like, uh, I don't, you know, even if I told him I was closed, I didn't know what I was going to do with him because he had no he had no car. Thank God, because he he shouldn't be driving. Whoo, dude! It was it was a weird night. I don't know. I'm starting to miss the place we used to work a little. <laughs> I hear you, brother. I hear you, man. It's, uh, it's but it's you got to keep on trucking. I mean, we're focusing all our energies on on the uh, on the podcast. Yeah. I'm lining up interviews too, so I'm working on stuff. And it's funny what we talked about last time when you talked about when that that guy, the the, the, the big dude, who looked like a biker, was getting out of hand, and you were like, you know, I was no. You know, he was 275 pounds, 6'3", yeah. and I, I gave you the story about my friend who helped the bartender who, and who drinks for free. I called him up, and I told him I talked about you on the show, and I had the story wrong that he walked in the bar, and there was three guys beating the shit out of the bartender. Uh-oh. But um, he's going to – I told him next time we, we used to record on Sunday that, you know, you would call him, and uh, he, he would greet it. He would tell the story on the air. Oh, cool. That'll be fun. All right. Well, uh, I guess we wrap it up for today. And um, remember, uh, I'm trying to tweet more, so uh, follow me on Twitter, Barkeep Tips. You can email me at vince.bartender at gmail.com. Uh, Instagram, I'm doing that more. I posted a bunch of pictures from uh, New Orleans from uh, on Instagram. That was fun of that parade and my uh, some of my favorite drinks that I had. And um, Oh, I forgot to tell you about the very high-end Irish whiskey party that I went to. <laughs> that was also amazing. And it was the same kind of thing. Like, you know, you start talking. They, they like eight products to try, you know, and I, I have one and you start to, oh, this is interesting, but, you know, similar to uh, Jameson, but not so much and then blah, blah, blah. And then the more you talk to them, the more they'll bring you through and, and give you, make, work your way up, you know, like if, if you don't talk to them and you just take a shot, you know, you're, you're not going to work your way up. But, you know, like, like me, I like to talk and learn about the product. So I graduated up to this 15 year old Irish whiskey. It was amazing. And I was just like, oh, do you mind? you have in like a I mean there you know it's not a full shot you know it's a it's a taste you know although uh, although when you get a cocktail a lot of times they're they're pretty big size you know <laughs> but uh if you talk to they're there to promote their product you know and if you like it they're uh they're willing to talk to you and um they want you to enjoy it so anyway right. where was I so uh yeah on Instagram that's just uh one of my bartender journey with no spot uh no space or dash or period or anything and um yeah vano yeah you can reach me on twitter vance vano and reach me at email through bartender 2222 at gmail.com yeah we want to hear from you guys uh we want to hear your stories i sent that package out to chris today the winner of our contest uh we're always looking for another contest or uh, partners or whatever all right well we'll see you next time on bartender journey take care bye